All right. So good evening, everybody. It is currently 10.03 p.m. It is good old Christmas Eve, but we are not here to celebrate Christmas Eve. No, sir. We are here tonight to celebrate. Yeah, something a little bit different. And uh, I got the man here, Derek from Nightfall, um, also known as Mr. Unholy Cannoli on his YouTube channel. Um, also participant um, in Downtune Productions, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So we got this monster. We got this awesome dude here tonight after so long of having to do so many delays. But this is the Anatomy Podcast. And I am your host, Sean Cross, YouTube channel Sean Cross, respectively, in, you know, link down below or, you know, being that this will be published, the video will be published on the channel. You know, you're already there. You're already one step into the game. Just hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, comment what bands you would want to see on future podcast episodes. And without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the session. So, Derek, my good friend, I hope you are doing well tonight on this very, very gloomy. Like, I don't know if it was uh, gloomy for you over in your part of town, but over here in Phoenix, Arizona, definitely gloomy. The closest thing that we've had to a white Christmas in a long time or just, you know, a white (laughs) holiday. I guess it's the closest thing we'll ever get to snow. Um, How was your holiday so far? How's it? How's it going? Uh, not bad. Uh, but here, uh, only thing that's going to be gloomy is, uh, the way you live. Cause here it's always sunny every day. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Sounds overall, right. uh, not, not bad, you know, just, uh, living life, you know? Hell yeah. And that's how we do it here. We bring awesome vibes to the channel and I mean, hell, for those of you who know the anatomy podcast formula, Mr. Derek, I'm not sure if you've had the opportunity to check out our previous sessions, but the likes of Worm Shepherd, Distant, David Simonich from Signs of the Swarm or yep. others. Um, but basically we have two halves, two half hour segments or a little bit longer to the, ses- um, to the podcast formula itself. So we got the first half, which basically we are looking to learn as much about you as a person as possible how you got into music your biggest inspirations as you were developing into music and possibly some fun facts that not other people like other people in the world other people in the community have yet to hear about you maybe different hobbies in the past that you were maybe thinking of before you got into music and then my friend the second half of the session we are look we are asking the juiciest questions about nightfall and its legacy so far for example how the name emerged like where the name was decided um if there okay. have been a variation of lineup changes and we will briefly go ahead and summarize like the back of a book the lyrical depth behind the discography of nightfall so far so as we dive very very gently into the first half of the session um, what is your name? What do you do as for, like in your creative mediums at the moment? And uh, yeah, tell us all of the elementary level stuff that we could know about you. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Derek Conley. Uh, I'm from Fort Myers, uh, Florida. I you know do vocals in a band called you know Nithful, of course. And overall. Uh, Basically, I've been doing vocals for, I guess, about seven years now. 
And kind of what got me into it was, okay, fun fact. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but me and Dickie Allen, we actually live like in the same area. Oh, so sure. like, yeah. So I was like, what first got me into vocals was like before anyone heard egg or anything like that. I heard Dickie Allen live at this place called Legends. And okay. basically he did his thing with body snatcher and dude legends is the place where body snatcher got big traders it was basically dickie allen's dad's venue okay wow yeah so basically i saw all these like bands just grow basically grow from there and i like it's just so fucking crazy to me that like dude i i fucking saw enterprise earth before they got where they were right that's and crazy it was like they were with like king conquer and shit when king conquer was a band and like bro that venue was fucking crazy like when i was first there it used to be a church <laughs> how ironic it, okay it's a it's a it's a it's nothing right now but basically tyler from traders was just like i want to see this fucking venue get ripped apart we spray painted it just for you so you could fucking so you see all these fucking crowd killers just literally break this fucking venue wow you see fucking little fucking dicky allen just stand on top of this dude's shoulders so that the fucking (laughs) venue isn't fully fucking falling apart so basically bottom line um my inspiration was definitely from that venue Right. I've always been into black metal, but that place, like, and, you know, there was a thing called Beatdown Fest. Yeah. And, like, Existence is Fail played there. It was, like, a bunch, just a bunch of fucking down-tuned shit. Like, it's where, actually, I got my fucking tooth not, got knocked out, too. Like, I have so oh, many shit. memories of that place, and I fucking, I miss it. So, basically, bottom line is that, um, you know, Deathcore nowadays you know it's like the standard formula Mm -hmm. and i'm into like a lot of bands like suno anal nathrock primitive man uh just all that evil ass shit and i was just like what if like there was a deathcore band that just broke away from all social norms and just was like we don't you don't expect what we're gonna do right and so basically i used to be in this band called feast of the antipathy oh my god really yeah that, i was the vocalist oh shit and okay i we basically had this idea of wanting to create a horror kind of sound yeah what these old down tempo bands used to do with like x king x and shit yeah and it worked out but unfortunately you know it just like you know other bands it just it didn't come through like we wanted it to right you know there was like a lot of differences and member changes like we went through like fucking five guitarists and it was just like yeah so we just ended it because it just wasn't working out and like overall um my my homie nick he is the fucking brains of this band mm. bottom line 
and I really wish he was like here to interview with us. So right. shout out to Nick Saya. Shout out to Nick for sure. Uh, he basically, cause I was like so frustrated that Feast of Antipathy wasn't like doing anything. So I was like, what if we created a band that was more darker than we could ever possibly be? It's yeah. like, it's a mix of like the traitors shit, like a bit, and it's in a mix of like everything that I like in my music. Like, a, like I have literally the constellation, the Black Widow art tattooed on my fucking arm. Cause like I'm a huge and all math rock fan. Um, oh, okay. But I, you know, in Florida, there's this thing where like you gotta constantly outflex each other. It's, yeah. it's just a thing, right? In the metal scene. So we were like, how the fuck do we beat traitors or infinite? And so we or, just or... <laughs> traitors and black tongue and all of them. So we were just like. All right, let's make the ending so fucking slow. It literally just sounds like a horror movie. Yeah. And that's basically what we, you know, go off. And Nick writes the drums. He does the guitar. He's only been playing guitar for two years and he can fucking come up with all this shit. I don't know how the fuck he does it. <laughs> um, he's a fucking madman. He actually has another band called Abhorrent Abomination right uh, okay like uh fucking dylan scudda amazing ass vocalist i think he actually was inspired by me funny enough and i'm like holy shit someone's inspired by me <laughs> so like you know there's some really fucking huge gems and basically what we're just trying to do is just say like you know give this you know satanic message but like do it in a new way you know because yeah there's a lot of bands that have this like satanic outlook or not even a satanic outlook they just like basically wear a pentagram and you know have a 3d like uh you know they're behind a burning church yeah and it's like green screen they call it a day <laughs> yeah. like for me like i i don't know if you know but like the ep is basically all in Satan's point of view. Of course. Basically, the start is uh, Revolution Stunt in Paradiso. You know, yes. that's a story where he basically is still Lucifer, and he's just like, he's he's tired of, you know, God just like constantly favoring all the angels and telling him to bow down. So, you know, right. basically, he gets kicked out of heaven. Yeah. And, you know, I actually have a fucking lyric that shows that uh, uh what i'm basically talking about is i'm trying to get convey the point that satan's the good guy and god's the evil tyrant mm -hmm. it's basically as like at the end it was like um saint michael the the knight of slavery does cast me out but now i'm free mm -hmm. so basically you know Paradisium Renation is basically kind of a continuation of uh, Milton's Paradise Lost. Okay. So, 
Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, you definitely answered a whole bunch of questions in one go there. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't shut up. So <laughs> no, you're, good. you're good. So to kind of review upon um, the first little thing we got going on, we're learning about the Florida scene. We're learning about where traders, body snatcher, King conquer black mm-hmm. tongue, apparently. Cause I didn't know. No, Black tongue, black tongue is from the UK, but okay. They, they they also have this thing called uh, Daddy's Weekend. So sometimes they like show up in Florida here and there. And like, mm-hmm. you know, my, my homie um, Dylan Becker, uh, he basically like knows all of them and stuff. And they like have this whole little scene and like funny enough, this area in Florida. And it's just like, it's so crazy that like even to this day, there's like fuck jokes fucking florida bands that are still heavy as fuck like yeah in gloom pieced up in gloom yeah yeah for real like the florida scene scumfuck like scumfuck yeah fuck, for sure dude. i i haven't listened to the new scumfuck just yet but believe me people it's we're working dope on that. it's dope a lot of people like um talk shit about it but i personally like you know i, I don't think it's bad it, it's definitely right. a different direction but like I get what he's, you know, going for. The intro right. is thick as fuck, but like, it's different. I'll, I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And the way I see it, since I since I personally started listening to uh, the likes of Infant Annihilator, I've always had the question on mine, like, why aren't there any like actual live shows of this band or any regular uploads of live shows? Like, you look for live shows, you yeah. don't really find them. You mainly find the the drum playthroughs or um i don't even think dicky has any like vocal uh one take vocal playthroughs online which you know not trying to call you out dicky by by any means because we all love <laughs> on the channel i like at the very least me and derek here both have very intense respect for the music you write yeah. and the the kind of level and standard that you took deathcore to by writing the horror music that is infinite annihilator but um yeah when no, egg is fucking beautiful and that's like definitely what inspired Nithful. right for sure so and you you're, you keep on saying egg so like what what is egg is that just like oh wait i'm so dumb it's the album name i almost <laughs> forgot about that i'm glad i remember that last second i'm like wait a minute i'm about to save myself but um all right so <laughs> <laughs> what? what is egg bro you just get a bunch of fucking deathcore hate comments like are you fucking kidding are you me, fucking kidding me? no but <laughs> yeah, now, we're, now we're now we're remembering the egg and then there's the boy um so okay now mm-hmm. now i'm kind of caught up we're, we're back on track we're back to a uh, present tense so um yeah. yeah speaking on behalf of scum fucking stuff for sure after seeing you know and being told that infant annihilator was never meant oh, to be funny there. enough feast of antipathies uh one of feast antipathies show was actually with scumfuck and that was fucking dope Ooh. yeah yeah and yeah. like we're definitely going to talk a little bit about feasts of the anti and antipathy that's how you pronounce Anti- it right antipathy yeah antipathy yeah okay and i always think it's like antipathy or whatever it's just like bouncy bouncy <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah, dude so many people got the name wrong trust me you're not the only one even i got the name wrong like a little bit at first and i'm like right you're just like eric you created the name I'm just like yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean the, imagine though imagine like just continuing to talk about 
Dicky and the boys' work in Infinite Annihilator. But imagine the first time they came up with a name for their most recent album. Like, even I have issues still pronouncing Yelbath or whatever. Yelbath or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking. They're just like, it's just the boy. It's just the boy. Like, they're, yeah, they're fucking the trolls to 100%. It's <laughs> they're like, trolls. Like, I love, like, that's the type of, like, like, I love, you know, like, dark shit, but I feel like the darkest type of shit is just the trolling shit, because it's yeah. just, like, it doesn't take itself seriously. Exactly. And, like, when I, when, when I, when I see people, like, take themselves way too seriously, I'm just like, oh, my God. It's cringe. Stop. Yeah. Like, like, there's <laughs> a difference between passion and thinking that, like, you know, just, like, being very, very absorbed in your own world, and I know plenty of people like that, but um mm-hmm. infant annihilator definitely an internet band took me a long time to figure that out and then scumfuck starts releasing recently i'm like oh okay okay now they're playing live now Dickie's yeah. gonna do live sweet that's really all yeah. that i'm expecting from scumfuck is seeing dicky allen live which should be sick and again have yet to listen to the judge in its entirety or um like literally the only thing about the new record the new upcoming uh february 22nd 2022 record people plug shameless plug um even though i'm not you know affiliated with the band by all means <laughs> yeah. like definitely plug in that shit because that that should be really cool um but definitely another band you should check out is uh Stygian complex yes dude we've We're um fucking... homies homies with them actually we've we've uh we've tried to get them on the podcast a couple times and uh shout out to kyler because me and him very similar to me and you have been uh, bouncing back and forth trying to figure out a good session time to uh, (laughs) dig under the skin for uh born to birth their their most recent ep um we're going to be doing a session for that here pretty soon and for this podcast actually they were meant to be for those who didn't know um, they were actually meant to be the second episode out of 12 now. Um, so instead of Worm Shepherd or no, it ended up being uh, Greg or homie Greg Gilbert from um, No Existence. But um, um, they they were supposed to be the second episode. And the editor at the time, he messed up an hour session and managed to compact it to two minutes. So I had to just toss the toss the session and be like, OK, we'll have to just try that another time i guess do dig under the skin of one of your records like well shout out to the homies for sure because the stygian complex are really good people kyler's always been really oh yeah like kyler's a fucking sweetheart like such an awesome dude i yeah such a chill dude and like when we like met each other we were just like oh no it was like my vocals suck and i was just like no my vocals suck compared to you it's just like it's fucking hilarious (laughs) right yeah for sure and i mean both of you are absolutely god to your vocalists like i don't think there's another vocalist in the scene i can compare to dicky allen like will ramos is pretty good but you my friend you are the closest to like a copy a carbon copy of dicky allen i think there will be and like funny enough um so you know how basically dickie and i live in the same area yeah so i was just kind of like fuck how do i like like i was literally like trying to think like how do i differ myself from him and this is like when i was first starting vocals and shit right so i did basically my research on shit and i was like i was watching the conjuring the conjuring 2 the right. wilkins and i was like what if 
there is a fucking possible way to have your vocals with the tunnel throat and literally sound like these possessed horror like characters just so like you literally people understand what you're saying but it also will sound like you're possessed and that there's like so basically i watched uh reagan from the exorcist Mm. um you know uh conjuring 2 and then like when i saw it yeah i basically he you know how he like like twitches his head and shit yeah yeah so basically i did this like crazy like idea where like because i where i got this like because i was like kind of learning how to do fast vocals up and so i was like what if i basically move my tongue like has how he like you know he chases yeah that i was like what if i did something like and that's like (laughs) basically i came up with that from like watching it and so basically all my vocal styles are like different horror characters yes to create this giant like vocal technique that i've learned yeah like the reagan from exorcist like the uh your mother sucks cocks in hell you know like (laughs) (laughs) that's where you start man that's where you yeah, start. Or, you know, Valak, where it's like, yeah. So it's like, it's mo- like, my I do more shit that's like phlegm based and like yeah. risky for the voice. It's like, why I can't mm-hmm. be a voice teacher? Cause I'm going to fucking teach it super wrong. <laughs> Cause there's so all, Don't there's, there's home, so kids. much shit that I do vocally that I just, even I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I don't even fucking know anymore, dude. <laughs> like, I don't even know all my techniques. Like, I just do them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Basically, you just interpret and do voice impressions of the most infamous monsters and just horror characters, horror yeah. movie characters. And that's where you should start, really. I mean, after all, kind of yeah. re- recycling that good old Florida um, heavy music scene um the likes of tyler and dicky they both were saying that if it wasn't for them being vocalists they actually wanted to be voice actors and do voice acting for animals like d bradley baker which i can still see that happening (laughs) (laughs) like they would be pretty fucking good at it yeah bro like and i saw like something about like linda blair having to like do all this extra shit like she's apparently she smoked like five packs of cigarettes a day and just try oh to get that God. voice and it's Ew. just like like you really to get that voice like it, you don't even need to do that it's like it's pretty yeah it's pretty hilarious like what i <sighs> love about deathcore nowadays is that we literally beat like machines like human human voices have beaten like technology like that is insane mm. as fuck to me like yeah like we don't like, need we don't need machines and like recorded animal sounds anymore like it sounds right cool when it's pitch shifted but like it's yeah it's like you can, can still do that so with far. your voice which is like fucking crazy to me it's yeah. like 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 can you imagine just what if back in time we had all like learned all these noises and shit and just like we completely forgot how to use them it's just like holy fuck, right bro i mean 
even techniques like uh um throat singing that's what i was trying to say yeah shit like that like boom like that's that shit's super easy to me and i maybe yeah like that in like five or ten minutes but all of these techniques and all these sounds that we've learned over time burn noises and animal noises yeah i haven't heard like one vocalist do the shake shit like, so, <laughs> like i want to see someone attempt that just to be like I see where you got that <laughs> Like, it's fun. Like, I, I guess people don't do it because it's too much. But with my band, I'm just like, fuck it. Like, well, I, I got two words for you, people: method acting, method vocalizations. If yeah, you, that's you, basically what it is. <laughs> like, if you want to really get into your art these days. You got to get to our good friend Derek's level or Tyler Trader's level or Tyler Trader's goddamn it, Tyler Shelton's level or Dickie Allen's level. Like, dude, metal vocalists are the future of voice acting, guaranteed. And we are gonna we are gonna be probably collaborating with major places like Lucasfilm or you know whatever DreamWorks, Nickelodeon. We're gonna bring One the day. heat. One day we're gonna bring the heat. And people are going to be like, oh, who, who is this dude who's making like all the <laughs> like, who, who the fuck is that? And then, you know, look up their profile. Oh, it's Sean Cross or whatever. Wasn't he in like one of the Transformers movies? <laughs> Wait, he's also dead. The guy, the guy, what? funny enough, the guy who played uh, Bender from Futurama, I actually heard him do a tunnel throat and I was like, holy shit. Ooh, okay. Yeah, okay. I was like, what? And that's what I'm saying, people, like behind the scenes voice acting, like half these people over there could easily be metal vocalists and half of metal vocalists could easily be voice acting. And therefore, you don't even have to solely rely on music to make money. You can be in a freaking cartoon as just like a freaking elephant ogre monster or whatever the fuck you want to do, whatever the job is. And as soon as you're done with that, no, you're good, Uh, you're good. There's another thing I like. Like I also wanted to talk about. Yes. You know what I kind of recently just started was you know Mister and Holy Cannoli. Right. Um. So I basically just started that because I was just tired of like metal vocals always being seen as kind of a joke. Right. Like right. you know on TikTok it's like we see these fucking vocalists just use it as just like. Can I get a hug? Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> it's cool. Like it's cool, but I really think it was out. So I was just like, this is such a waste of potential. Like, and I was like, and then I just kind of like I saw, you know, what you know, corpse husband and like chills, you know, was doing, and like I was like, I thought, what so. if there was like a just fucking new wave of like horror narrators narration. yeah yeah where it's just like something so unique and just adds this scarier feeling to it yeah so basically i was gonna start it as like vocal horror readings where i was gonna like try to bring on different vocalists and stuff but that didn't go through because unfortunately uh most vocalists are just like that won't ever work out so I kind of just like was like, all right, this is just gonna be my own thing. Um, yeah. so I just kind of just made it Mr. and Holy Cannoli because uh 
my last name's Connolly. And funny enough, I got this this whole idea from this guy at a bar like four years ago. <laughs> he was talking to me drunk and like, you know, saw one of my shows and shit with my local band, one of my local bands that I'm not gonna bring up. Right. But uh he basically was like, You're like a like a holy cannoli, except you know, you're like satanic and shit. So you're like unholy cannoli. Yeah. Like, because he kept calling my last name. He's like, Oh, you're, oh, you're Derek Cannoli. I'm like, It's Connolly, but <laughs> close. <laughs> tomato, tomato. There you go, fam. <laughs> and he kept just saying that. He's, he was just drinking his ass off. Mr. Cannoli. Like, <laughs> just like, just like, you're like, instead of a holy cannoli, you're like, an unholy cannoli. So, <laughs> thank Mister Whoever the fuck drunk guy was for my YouTube channel. So, shout out, shout out to one random fucking drunken guy over in Florida. Let's go, <laughs> let's go. You did the dude. Florida man coming in hot. <laughs> Straight up, bro. This is fucking Florida man shit. Florida There's man shit. Florida but no, for so, real, like, Mr. Unholy Cannoli as a YouTube channel, very, very interesting concept behind it. And for people who yeah. watch Chills, who watch Nuke's Top 5, who watch uh, Mr. Creepypasta or any of those dudes, um, I, for one, think that's a really fresh idea. I definitely mm-hmm. promote it, endorse it. The link will be down below. People, be sure to go check that out because, um, like this dude's saying, he's not wrong. Like, the product he's promoting is everything he's saying it is so be sure to go check it out but yeah for sure um mr unholy cannoli um like you you started that uh when earlier this year or last year yeah yeah uh early this year and like because i don't know there's this thing where i also just you know when i'm when there's so many vocalists out there who do the you know nowadays especially like with will remote and shit and I was just kind of like, I don't want to just have where I tell people what I do on the side. It's just a nine to five job. Yeah. And, you know, I originally was just like, because I was trying to just figure it out. Like, what could I do on the side? Like, well, you know, like there's people who are tattoo artists, piercers. I was just trying to figure that out. Then it just fucking hit me one day and I was just like I do so much with my voice why has you know no one else done this and overall I am fucking happy as fuck I figured it out and I'm kind of yeah. just mad at myself for not figuring it out sooner right yeah for sure and it's mean- like the creepy pasta community there's like nothing like it's kind of dead right now and it's just like and the horror narrate like there's there's like one horror narrator. Uh well this dude's more less a horror narrator. His name's David Near. And okay. he does like he does voice impressions and shit. So I don't only post like uh voice impression like um narrations. I post vo- voice impressions too, because I'm I was really inspired by uh David Near like doing all this creepy shit and honestly it helped my vocals a lot more because right like, i could do this shit with like intros like it it's fucking like 
phenomenal and like he's yeah. really good and like you know overall like I think honestly in a weird way it kind of makes my band like like oh like that's the fucking the band with the horror narrator like I yeah. don't know that sounds fucking cool as fuck right me. no that's that's definitely a good marketing approach and not that I'm at all educated in business or marketing but that is what i'm planning to do um i got the yeah. brain for it when i continue my education whenever i do but mm-hmm. i mean from someone who's always trying to be like have that entrepreneur mindset always trying to have fresh ideas um a band with a horror a horror a horror <laughs> narrator as the vocalist with his own separate secondary YouTube channel, Mr. Unholy Cannoli, and that channel basically being a creepy narration and possibly in the future, I think people would love this. And this was some, this was, this is something well, that I, I post would covers and stuff too, but covers. You no. Know, yeah. Like I, it's, it's, it's a, it's basically everything. Like it used to be just a separate YouTube channel, but now like it's, it's just my, my, my main YouTube channel. Cause. Oh, right okay uh over yeah because it's just it's easier for people to find and like you know i wanted to do the whole like ooh, who's mr unholy cannoli but i i mean people already know who i am so it's just <laughs> like all right 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 <laughs> well i mean okay um definitely with that uh with that information on mind mr unholy cannoli being your primary primary yes uh, i'm trying to think of the word platform there you go jesus yeah primary platform for all your creative mediums that happen to not be mythful um that's yeah that's basically what i'm doing right now uh with sean cross is just i'm having all my reactions but i'm also wanting to do the anemone podcast under the skin vocal covers yeah. and eventually original content that's that's the plan so definitely good yeah because like- channel and platform for all of your uh, stuff that isn't the official band definitely a good idea yeah like because you know it, it it's so hard i'm gonna i'm gonna say it like uh, it's it's hard as fuck to make it as a musician just as a musician nowadays yeah. like if you don't have like any side you know thing you're kind of like like i'm not gonna say screwed like because some people do get lucky but like it's a fucking tough market and like yeah i realized that for myself and it's just like instead of like complaining constantly like oh why am i not making it i was just like like you know because other you see these like other vocalists like oh i want to do monster noises i'm just like why why not just do it like yeah get a fucking horror ambient track and then just like become a creature like yeah exactly fun to do and it could potentially make me money in the future depending without on what happens. having you know without having to like re- you know rely on my band as the, you know making exactly. me money because like yeah that's the thing like if you like go into music making money you're like you're doing it wrong mm-hmm. you know you're doing something wrong if you're just right off the bat making mm-hmm. money unless if you i don't know happen to be will ramos who went from awakened providence to lorna shore and is now probably yeah. making plenty of dough but even then that's not going from nothing to a band and getting lucky that's going from and band, even that's band, yeah band. that's the thing though like lorna shore already had like they already so much had foundation. 
a foundation with three different vocalists, like yeah. two, and it's just like, you know, one joined Chelsea Grimm, one, you know, was a fuck boy and just kind of <laughs> just did whatever the fuck he wanted. And, you know, not shout out to like, the man. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, and like, honestly, it's just like, you know, I, I, um, personally think the whole situation is weird as fuck, but not going to get into that. No, no, we uh, don't do that. but Will Ramos is, uh, he's fucking fantastic and shit. And, and like, he's got plenty of energy in him too. So he'll be able to yeah, do no, this for he, a I, long time. <laughs> funny enough, my first ever guest spot was on this thing called Vexitatious. Okay. And it's with Will Ramos on it. Okay. Okay. So and is this a podcast or no no like feature like my first ever guest feature on oh, a song? Oh okay, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh while we're kind of just zooming through all of this uh, that was like six years ago or that was six shit. years ago. Yeah, okay, cool. Like, so we but it's so fucking crazy how we both are just crazy vocalists. Yeah, yeah, like and you guys from have come one- so far. Yeah, no, like I would definitely like love to get him on a song or something again, like just to like, cause he does, you know, before you know he got all big, he does like know me and shit. It's just like yeah. now you know, he's getting so busy and like I'm sure his in inbox is blowing the fuck up right now. Yeah, I know I'm one of those people that emailed him, um, just as <laughs> to the Hellfire came out. And I was like, hey, do you want to jump on the podcast or dig under the skin of and I returned to nothingness? But the thing is, there was already a couple articles talking about the uh, the lyrical depth oh, yeah. behind the three. Uh, people. They're 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 doing really good. And yeah, I I'm fucking tired of the whole hatred towards it because it's not like, yeah, you know, they're playing with Bring Me the Horizon, but dude, they're not selling out. They're not. They're not being a fucking like band it's like oh we're just gonna go queens now and shit no No. this could potentially like possibly get you know my band yeah evil as fuck (laughs) anti-theist satanic band Mm -hmm. with playing with with playing fucking with bringing the day to remember like i fucking i support that dude like i you know like i don't think that's bad because it's just like it's it why should it be bad you know you're you're giving these new kids this crazy type of music and you know yeah instead of them just wanting to like you know just try to look you know twerk on tiktok you know maybe they'll like (laughs) want to start vocals and shit you know like you want to start getting into all the goblin techniques like that'd be so fucking cool if we had more goblins so i i definitely want to make a statement right here and now and this will probably be the boldest statement that i'll make but like nothing no fire will come to the stage per se um opportunities like warner shore being able to open up for bring me the horizon i mean shit to the hellfire is the top rock song of this year so I just have one thing to say um, to all the people who had an issue with that happening with one of the coolest black 
black metal, newer black and deathcore bands coming into the scene and opening up for an absolute legend at a pretty big festival. Like, just understand that the gatekeeping is really just, it's it's not necessary. Counterculture. It's disrespectful. That too. It's fucking disrespectful because it's taken us so long to get to a tolerable point of, pardon me, of being able to promote our content on this level, promote our art on this level. And I mean, the way I see it too, we are, it seems that, you know, with great positivity, of course, um, we are descending into a very, very dark world, a very dark time where everybody's finally waking the fuck up and realizing that the people in charge per se are not on our side. I mean, they never were, but we're descending into darker times. And what do you need to kind of help parallel that current timeline? Well, you probably need some darker music. You need some more realistic music that kind of helps you promote the mindset of rebelling against something, rebelling against a tyrant. For Nithful here, just you know, for the sake of promoting the content and the musicians, the collaborators on the episode, Nithful is about is against the tyrant that is God mm-hmm. in their view. And I don't know, man. Like for for one, fuck anybody who had an issue with Lorna Shore opening up for Bring Me the Horizon next year. Like that is yeah. absolutely monumental. But also, oh, like we're just to piss off the metal elitists. I'm a huge yeah. MCR fan. So hell yeah, <laughs> that's where it comes from. People like we all came from a spot similar to that at one point. I'm sure there are people in various deathcore bands around the world who were fans of Blood of the Dance Floor at one point. We all make mistakes. It's okay, but <laughs> like. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's it, it's just I don't know. There, there's it's a certain pathetic, like yeah, exactly. I I don't it's immature. like especially like with the the death metal elitists who hate on deathcore. I'm just like fuck off. Okay. Half of you are probably 45 <laughs> to 60. Fuck off. Yeah, like fuck off. Then we don't we don't want to hear yeah. you whining. Go to your group homes, please, and thank you. And that's where I'm. Yeah. That's where go, I go. Go am. hug in your push pit. <laughs> <laughs> push <laughs> love that one but yeah um that was uh the most heated ted talk provided by sean cross and mr Ronaldo Canoli. but back to a regular regularly scheduled program um to say the least we have here a pretty awesome project to look forward to with nithful and all of the content on Mr. Unholy Cannoli. Um, you guys have a song coming out tomorrow. Um, what can you guys tell uh, me? It is getting delayed, unfortunately. Delayed. Okay. <laughs> but it's cut. It's going to be worth it. Right. Because we just bought a Kemper, which Kemper. is basically what Found and Fear uses. Oh, shit. Okay. So our sound is... Oof, it's gonna be no one's fucking ready. <laughs> All right, cool. But yeah, our sound is gonna be insane. And we basically we just take it always to a next level. Like me and Nick, we're both fucking psychopaths. <laughs> so basically we write how our emotions are. Like I write with my lyrics when I just have such an utter just dislike for like Christianity, but I do it in a way 
where like the next album is basically going to be God's point of view. Okay. So the whole time, you know, it's going to talk about all this fucked up shit, but it's going to have like all the biblical references. Yeah. Have, you know, like the next song is basically going to be about God killing his own son and just loving it and loving how we are all his slaves. And it's just, yeah. Like, I'm basically kind of going for this way that's like, that basically I don't think any band has really touched maybe besides Infinite Annihilator, but I'm going yeah. for more like full on biblical. Like I'm going to talk about the flood, talk about um, Sodom and Gomorrah, Jephthah. Like I, and like, I've read the Bible because funny enough, like, I ha- like, yeah, it was because my mom, like my parents always were like, you're, evil your beliefs are evil so i was like all right i was like give me a bible if there's anything i disagree with i'm highlighting it and you're gonna fucking tell me why uh this is in here so i did that like read the bible this man went through it yeah and i saw fucking verses like slaves obey your masters serve them as you would serve christ or uh these shall put thy daughters and stone them to death or like and i watched a lot of dark matter 2525 so like i've seen like this fucking god is literally the biggest piece of shit ever and i'm just like i literally am seeing these verses in this book that talks about stoning babies to death and then the christians are just like Oh, that's the Old Testament. You got to read the New Testament. Right. So like, it's so frustrating. Right. No, for sure. (laughs) And um, do you remember which uh, version of the Bible this was by chance? Because like there are so many fucking interpretations now. And the King Um, James version is probably the worst. King James, but overall, like the concepts are all like the fucking same. Like, yeah. But even, even if without the verses, God is omnipotent, omnipresent, always there. Yeah. But yet his solution is a flood (laughs) and to fucking kill everyone on earth besides one guy because he sucks him off the most. (laughs) (laughs) Funny enough, one, our last single, not this is Halloween, um, Prepty Arborvice. Okay. This song is basically about this dude, David, who goes to this fucking uh, kingdom or whatever to, and he's like, yo, uh, King Saul, I want to bang one of your daughters. What do I need to do? And King Saul's just like, go kill a bunch of Philistines and bring me their foreskins. Oh, basically, right. David brings a fucking, like, what, 200 foreskins chops off their dicks and then king saul's happy and he's like yeah you could bang my daughters <laughs> see i remember you posting about that too on the on the primary uh nithful instagram right and not yeah. only that but you had the legitimate scriptures in there and i remember reading that i'm like wait what the fuck <laughs> like this is yeah i 
<laughs> I've done my research. Right. And it literally, the more I research it, it just makes me more mad. The fact that this shit is still socially acceptable. Like the fact that for me, not liking impending doom for literally having the word satanic in their fucking title right, right. basically talking about punching satanists in the face yeah <laughs> oh, i'm bad for fucking disagreeing with it like right fuck you you know yeah and i did not know that was the context of that satanic panic panic song but in that case That's basically what it's about it's like uh six 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 don't like or i forgot the lyrics but they're so stupid dude like you'll definitely have to send me the lyrics like <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what you know what i'm gonna do this live fuck it so i'm gonna look up the lyrics for this song <laughs> and we're we're gonna call this shit out right now because right. by all means i don't fucking care how big impending doom is on this channel at least I am by no means Christian. I think it is an Ave Satanas. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like fucking it, dude. Western monotheism, right? So that's kind of what I generalize it to because you got Catholicism, you got uh got Mormonism, which that's like the fucking Jesus cult of them all. But but yeah, I'm more I don't know if you like knew, but I'm more like the Levian approach. No, no, we we talked about this before. Actually, yeah, I was like, "Are you theatic or are you Levian?" You're like, "No, no I'm, dude, I'm I'm strictly Levian." Like, right? You know, right. I and the I think it's stupid that like the another thing I think that's stupid. I don't know if you know about this, but like, unfortunately, the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple, like, are just butting dens against each other. <laughs> I'm just kind of like I agree with the Satanic Temple, but I also have Levian like principles, and yeah, you know they're just like ah, oh, you can't do that. It's so fucking stupid. Like I don't really <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. Like the I know it's like less a thing now, but like I don't know. It's just I personally am for Levay. I just don't like what the Church of Satan has become. Some more oh shit. Satanic temple. So. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm probably more the Satanic temple guy too, because like I'm primarily Ossature, right? So like Viking gods and shit. But the yeah. thing is, at the end of the day, I have a very, very strict principle of not burdening other people with my opinions, and that's yeah, kind of basic Levay and Satanism right there. Yeah, but, and bro, what I love about like Levian Satanism was is just that it just does not take itself seriously, seriously. which I think yeah like I think like Levay used to be like a lion tamer and he just basically just started that belief and he was honest about it he's like yeah this is basically Ayn Rand with you know ritual and like I fucking respect him for like being honest about that because like he's not this giant cult leader like he's yeah. just a guy and he fucking admitted that and you know right. reading the satanic bible and everything like i think my favorite thing like is just the fact that the number one sin in satanism is stupidity so literally anyone who disagrees is fucking stupid and is sin right. against satanism right so like, I have I have the lyrics right here. So among okay. others, 
we got we live in a world 666 sadistic narcissistic mm-hmm. to the fullest preying on the innocent demon in a suit devil in a dress there will be violence satanic panic the noose gets a little tighter satanic panic every day gets a little closer satanic panic <laughs> the noose gets a little tighter satanic panic every day gets a little closer you will feel the wrath of god when we watch the noose drop so um with without context and stuff and like <sighs> just generally speaking it does like i i definitely do not want to be the person to be like oh they're like proclaiming violence against satanists but I mean, after all, you said it is a Christian, um, a Christian deathcore band. Which well, that's not like, dude. Look up, look up the serpent's tongue. That's the one that's literally just like violence against Satanists and shit. Like, I was just like, really, like, (laughs) okay. Covered, oh, okay, yeah. Covered in goat's piss, paint your face like a corpse and smell like rotting pigs. This is just stupid. L, <laughs> someone spelled it wrong. It's L <laughs> instead of I. L, am a Christian, a faithful man of God. Come at, come at thee. Come at me. You will pay for glorifying evil. You want to burn a church. Blah, blah, blah. You want to burn a church and rip a Bible. Black metal revival. God loves you. Mm-hmm. Black metal revival. Jesus died for you. Black metal revival. <laughs> I don't think that's how black metal works, fam, but that's just me. <laughs> um, listen to me, you better old men. You will die and regret the words you said. Satan was a musician and gave you the serpent's tongue, but the devil hates you because you're made in the image of God's holy son. Um, not really, though. <laughs> like, I might God, look a little white like Jesus, like, but... hate comments I get. Shit. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I love how he's calling us bitter old men while he's like, he literally sounds like a 80... 80- but no i mean calling out that briefly uh psh, fuck that because basically mm-hmm. the vain satanists are the most neutral beings probably on this planet yeah. um theatic satanist people just in case if you are not educated that's why we're using a five Wait, educate four. <laughs> a four syllable. <laughs> We're using a four syllable word right there. But um no, like we are actually the most neutral people on the planet, but we hate the hypocrisy and the fucking yeah. how much the Bible contradicts itself as far as representing a peaceful being. That and you know, basically mm-hmm. I'm neutral as fuck, but I'm also like a man who doesn't think that just one dude created everything in the known universe and i mean that's just me but um for sure uh fuck western monotheism and i mean i have so many friends of mine who actually actively participate in that and uh no no offense to you i love you guys so much you know who you are but there is so much fucking lies and just contradictory i mean dude the crusades are an actual yeah. byproduct of mono. That's theater. gonna be the first song on the album. new album. Fuck yeah, yeah, it's dude. gonna be about the Crusades and just like how basically, you know, they talked like I talked about um, how they want to please this king, like yeah. the Pope and shit. And basically, like I used one lyric called burn the history that remains forever talking about how they just got rid of the old gods and shit yeah. and that christianity is gonna like rise like, 
it's this album is definitely gonna confuse a lot of people because they're gonna be like wait is they're using biblical biblical references yet this dude's a satanist it's just like yeah well if anything people that's why that's why you'll come into this session i will make sure to post it in the comments every time in the future once this album is closer to being released out into the world <laughs> like we'll go ahead and have this session ready for you guys that way you're like where the fuck is he talking about god we're just saying this like no it, there's a little bit more yeah yeah check out the it, session. it it's to show that like overall the message is that like for me you know satan is the hero who stood up to tyranny and like yeah you know hero we of the have story yeah the hero of the story and like basically you know i have kind of a concept like at what what's going to happen after he like kills god and i was thinking like going in like different directions for it and that can definitely be that i think after the god album is going to be like this fucking horror just full-on exorcist album and that shit is gonna be the scariest shit people are ever gonna hear. <laughs> okay. So after this yeah. next basically God perspective record, um, we're gonna be seeing a theory of what happens after God was taken down. I like the sound of that. Yeah, so it's like and so basically like the God, uh the God album's like a prequel to Paradisium. Oh, so. oh really? Yeah, so it's okay. like that it talks about, you know, all the biblical shit. And like, I'm basically trying to convey instead of, you know, what these other bands do, like, oh, look, we're edgy, burn churches. Ugh. Like, I'm trying to like actually convey why this shit is bad. Yeah. Like, this is the enemy. This is not someone you want to fucking worship. Like, instead yeah, of just real. like, Look at me, edgy, edgy, like, yeah, it's, it's so also one thing I want to say on this episode, because like, this definitely feels like a different session. And I, I love the way that this is going so far, just a little bit more. It's a little less structured than once before where I ask questions and then you like answer with a 20 minute answer or something. I like the way this is going. So uh, hands down, loving the chaos. We're going to be doing it like this from, from now on people hope you enjoy but um, speaking on behalf of speaking from the perspective of someone who's planning to contribute to the scene, to the story that is black metal, that is black and death core, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't mind. I don't care. Um, just understand that <laughs> at least personally for me, I regret where black metal came from black and death core came from specifically, specifically with Burzum and mayhem and you know them actually killing people and burning churches to the ground like i i I agree with the idea but like once you start actually killing people it's like uh we're we're not supposed to do that it was (laughs) it was the 80s like there was no internet like it was an unhinged world yeah it's it's, it was an unhinged and it was also in a very very far away land from the united states where I'm sure the laws were different there and just like the moral mm. code was different there. So they're like, yo, you know, it'd be edgy if we actually brought a decapitated 
fucking pig's head to a show. Like that was edgy back then. I cannot believe that actually happened. That in the first album cover, like that still blows my mind. Uh, a couple years after seeing the Lords of Chaos uh, uh, docu film or whatever, yeah, um, like no, some of it in I... that movie was false for sure. Like I could tell where it was false, but I do know for sure that the first album cover was indeed a legitimate crime scene. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. may- maybe don't do that again, please. <laughs> like I can't. I don't know. For me personally, yeah. it's like. It's it's disrespectful, even if at the time, you know, and obviously that's that's what you just said. It was a different time, but um, hands yeah. down, please, nobody in the scene do that again, because that's that's one's that's for one disgusting, for two that's dark web shit, and for three, no one wants to see a fucking corpse on your album cover. That's that's just me though. That's me speaking from my own opinion. Please don't do that because it's depressing, it's gross, and it's. Uh, I just I'm not into it me personally though <laughs> I mean we won't promise anything you never know where we're gonna go <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real you open up Pandora's box and all seven of yeah Nithbull just literally you, you know like even like even I'm just like where the fuck is this band gonna go <laughs> I can definitely like, see in a good way in yeah a good for way. sure and with like, with Nithbull too just the impression you've given me so far um me personally i think it'd be really cool to see a complex narrative of how the entire world ends up after god is killed and you know the lords of hell the kings of hell are left to pick up the mess yeah you know you you basically were just saying the god album is meant to be a prequel to the recent recent ep so Mm -hmm. after paradism um i'm really wondering like if we're going to get a positive perception of like what the kings of hell end up doing to the earth and even the cosmos because um bands like warm shepherd devin devin has told me on the podcast before that um they're planning to explore galaxies and it's supposed to utilize the luciferian spiritual pantheon so uh personifying and giving being and authority to all the kings and dukes and lords of hell and um among other things No, it's fucking awesome, right? Like, it sounds so cool. Yeah. And among other things, um, I think after Ritual Hymns, he said he they're already done with the third album, which I'm like, wait, what the fuck? But yeah, what the fuck, Devin? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like he's he's a, he's ahead of the curve, man. He's got shit ready, but I think he's yeah, headed no, upstairs he's, for a long he's time. He's a fucking homie, like definitely, holy fuck, homie. bro. Like, mm-hmm. like. I did not think we'd like get him on this is Halloween, but he was like, Yeah, no, it sounds Halloween. That sounds sick as fuck. I was like, Yeah. Yeah. And and so awesome to know that I've had all three of the vocalists who are on that song now on this podcast. Cause I've even had Ian Horror or Ian. Uh, Ian's. Ian. Yeah. Oh such a homie, dude. Such, such an awesome homie. dude. And we have yet yeah. to uh, record a session for, um, for Recoil and Horror's debut record, um, Malgamum, I think it's called Malgam. I, I for, yeah. please forgive me, Ian. It's been a little bit, but um, yeah, uh, kind of going back a little bit before we uh, wrap things up for tonight. And uh, by all means, Mr. Derek, thank you for deciding to stop by and provide the time. No problem. I have been wanting to have you on the podcast forever now. Um, so it's an honor. It's an honor to have you on board. Um, but Warm Shepherd, man. Yeah, I'll- like shit <laughs> yeah they're fu- do you hear that new song it's fucking good as fuck no i am not because i was gonna do a corpse paint uh reaction and then my 
dude, my fucking technology was messing up and the, the cream makeup was just like melting down my face. I'm like, oh, I can't do this tonight. I'm, All right. We'll just have to save it. Patreon. Patreon. This guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But yeah, um, to answer your question about um, what would Satan do? I think personally, like, I'm still going to include the Dukes of Hell stuff, but I'm also yeah. going to include like a more conjure, like the conjuring kind of aspect where basically, like, yes, you know, I'm seeing like Satan as the good guy, but I'm also like, he's, he's pissed an as fuck. Yeah. He's pissed as fuck at like, like the fact that he, you know, he's been stuck in hell and the, and everyone's just been talking shit about him. Wow. You know, there's so much awful shit going on. So I think, honestly, I'm doing something way different where basically I'm taking this full on nihilistic approach that Satan's so pissed at God that he's going to like literally have all the demons of hell come out and torture, you know, like all like the Christians and shit. I'm going to include mm. the crooked man in there, Valak. Uh, I'm going to include like Astroth. I'm going to include all the deep, like it's going to be just the, most the full pantheon the album, but how, what Satan's final solution is, is that he ends all afterlifes, all life, including himself. Ooh. Because he says creation was a mistake. We should have never been born. And that's, that's crazy. That, okay. Fuck. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> see, I you had you had me going there. I thought we were gonna see like shit. Mike, I pressed the wrong button on my mic. <laughs> I thought we were gonna see Satan uh and the Dukes and Lords of Hell, not exactly like save the world and bring like some type of peace to it, but um <laughs> I don't know. I'm a nihilist <laughs> too, so I'm just kind of like I feel like Fuck you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like like what what would Satan do like knowing that he's been always been you know shit talked and yeah. you know like always just on the bottom and seeing all the fucked up shit god has done to make them slaves instead he's just like no nobody gets it and yeah ends everything like wow everything including himself all the demons and it basically is gonna like have this like reaper like i was thinking like the end would just look like this reapers just sucking like a giant black hole behind him and he just like all everything just dies i'm a fucked up person no (laughs) the the right things in life can do that to people i mean i know my buddy my roommate um no names disclosed because we don't do that here um he yeah he's very nihilistic himself he's like i really wish that society would just fucking collapse and we would go back mm-hmm. to the stone age. We would go back to bartering, which is a lot less than creation was a mistake, but <laughs> like nonetheless. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> you know, because overall, like he is still technically being a hero, but he's like just like, in a very yo. non-satisfying way to what most people yeah. think a hero would be. It's like, oh, you're going to save everybody, right? He's like, well, yeah, but nobody's going to exist afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like no no no. like i feel like because i was just like what what else could he do it's like you know oh is he just gonna do just 
because I I didn't want him to like just become god you know because like yeah. i'm trying to like convey that he is still like this rebel he's a godless being mm-hmm. yeah like he he's just like no i'm god and you know because you know satanism is a very selfish belief and i feel like that's honestly the most levain approach because it shows that nothing nothing happens after and like you know that's what i'm trying to convey is that true to me, that's honestly more satanic because it's just like the darkest things in life are not. Yeah, demons. like nobody it's, gets it. Nobody gets an afterlife. That that not the shadows. Yeah. It's the it's nothingness. Yeah, it's nothing. Pure, it's the void. Yeah, deprived of neurons, deprived of being. Yep. Maybe like and I um I mean personally for me to answer your question even you know those basically rhetorical, if I was the devil I would just or if I was Satan per se. I would just restart the universe, Big Bang, just like all over again. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, and that that could that could happen too. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think of that. Because like I, the thing is, the Big cool. Bang, he does that, and then I don't know. Perhaps if you want to go that far, narratively speaking, like what's next after the Big Bang? Like, is it a different, yeah. better species, or is the story over for that? And then. You kind of dig into the yeah no it's it's digging it's digging into like some crazy shit it's like yeah definitely some definitely some head scratchers like i remember i think the most woke thing i wanted to write was a song called what if we smoked god's ashes in a bong and i'm like what the fuck does that mean (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) oh yeah that's sick as fuck (laughs) like definitely of one that scratches the brain and it probably goes even beyond the the mindset of uh, beings beyond our um, our understanding, yep. unless if they happen to be God and aliens are the closest thing to God, and then they're fucking good for you. Got that brain DLC boy, but <laughs> like no, like uh, there there's a Big Bang, and then I would think that if anything, there would be other kings, dukes, and lords of hell who are just like, but we don't want existence to end, and then there's a civil war in hell. And that, that could would be, be cool. That could be something that, you could incorporate. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're arguing with Satan that, like, no, like, like we at least want to exist and we just want to butcher all these Christians and yeah. start the world over again in human bodies. And no one will ever know, like, fucking the Gaia app telling us that there are aliens yeah. living among us. I would do that personally, but obviously I'm not the, the mastermind behind Nithful. So, yeah. Be like, I don't know. Oh, that's do definitely that. an approach too. Like th- that's what I love about this story. There's so much I could do with it. Like right, it's a big it's story. Never-ending possibilities. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's not in because like one of my like I don't like having writer's block. Me so, too. Because like, I'm an right. overthinker. So Me too. That's why like all this shit just is like it's just like oh very stimulating. Because I don't like the whole. You know, I don't like to write about the whole personal shit. Like, I'm so fucking angry. Fuck you. Like, I, <laughs> it's, it's so fucking. Yeah. Angry. I mean, for, yeah, but definitely as a fellow, fellow lyrical writer, it's cool to get personal. And I love when uh, lyricists like Caleb Shomo, for example, are like just outing themselves and putting it on paper. But it's also cool to see people either be inspired by stories and narratives or create their own from scratch 
and have that be music. Like mm-hmm. that's really cool to see put together. Brand of Sacrifice would probably be my favorite getting inspiration from already existing art. Like watching Berserk, man, that was very, very eye-opening because I haven't I hadn't seen anything like it that was so charming but also so fucking cruel yeah and then the the 2016 and 2017 uh seasons they were even more fucked up like they basically ride the dick of the theory you're going with which it's like god and his fucking cronies are all sadistic fucks and they all deserve to burn but yet no one has the balls or the ability or the authority to do so until guts comes along um Spoiler alert, sorry people, but um it's a fucked up show, so you can skip it with ease. That way you don't have the you don't I can I'll save you the trouble of not fucking barfing during an anime. But um because if if I was any less emotionally desensitized than I was now after watching the original Berserk, Devil May Crybaby, and a couple others, including Akira, which Akira is not like too fucked up, but it's just really graphic. Um, if it wasn't for me watching those shows before this, I would have definitely barfed. Like it was really, really fucked up and really wow. sickening. Yeah. And this is coming from a dude who like loves Infinite Annihilator. And of course, for example, is interviewing bands who talk about nothing but, you know, fuck God, God's a tyrant and creation was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like it, it was pretty creation was a mistake. mistake. (laughs) that should definitely be on a future full shirt (laughs) there's also um one single that i think is like on the god album is really gonna like fuck people up Mm. it's called the mother of flesh and we did something okay you ever heard of the album everywhere at the end of time no so basically it's like this dementia album where it makes you feel like you're getting dementia Oh, wow. And I listened to that and I was like, it'd be so crazy. Like, while everyone else was like, just crying about it, I was just, my was like, what if I just like, you know, added that in like a deathcore sample? And like, basically, when you hear it, it you're going to hear how very like similar it sounds because it's like this 40s record that literally like, it will play like it during the breakdown it will play worse and worse and it's oh. like ave maria but like the 40s record and just will play worse and worse as the breakdown gets slower and slower. oh okay interesting oh. yeah Dude, and i don't think the public is ready for this this might have to be like a fucking not only an explicit <laughs> advisory but like yo warning if, if you oh, we're going this. to like the dudes <laughs> for the music video it's going to be for like oh my god it's gonna be but it's gonna be for the dudes who did in gloom music video for god the animal yo so this is gonna be i I don't think people are ready for it like i don't think people are ready the sound is the sound is fucked with the record with the record just playing slower and slower while the breakdown's getting slower and slower yeah and the big yeah, i'm having a fucking stroke <laughs> yeah oh dude it's gonna it literally i showed one dude and he's just like i am never sleeping again i'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> that's good marketing right there baby <laughs> yeah and basically the song's about 
uh, Virgin Mary's uh, corpse being eaten um, by people in the bird. Funny enough, Christmas is here. It's about the Christmas story, but about Virgin Mary's corpse being eaten to get baby Jesus out. Oh my God. No pun intended. No. Shit. No. Maybe no. tours. No pun <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i was just like how do i make the christmas because the christmas story is fucked up but i was like i'm gonna make it more fucked up and i did that oh <laughs> uh, okay yeah. i might not be ready for that shit <laughs> oh no <laughs> me and nick's brain are beyond fucked in well, the best I mean, possible way as long as y'all aren't out there killing people like like i'm we're chilling <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> like, there you go. But, ladies and gentlemen, all of my participants, the 264 subscribers currently linked up with Sean Cross as we continue our journey. It is currently 11.19 p.m. It has been an awesome session here with Derek. You said it was not Connolly. So, is it Connolly? Connolly, yes. Connolly, okay. I'm cool with... Mr. Anoli can always. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we shared some pretty awesome conversation with good old Derek Connolly from Nithful and Mr. Unholy Connolly, both YouTube channels. The links will be provided down below. Thank you, sir, for your time tonight. And is there anything you want to plug or say before we go ahead and take off for the night? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right there you have it folks god's a pussy there <laughs> god's a pussy. there we go fuck yeah have a good night man you do we'll do we'll do let's right. see uh as soon as oh